special Easter episode of Flicks in the Six. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Costanzo, with me, Reverend Always, the man, the myth. I didn't come up with anything. Easter Bunny, Alessandro Bielsi. Oh, look, it's a boat. <laughs> oh, sorry, I should have said sailboat. Then you would have definitely got it. There it is. It's a schooner. Uh, no, it's not a schooner, idiot. This is a very special Cousins episode of Flicks in the Six. We have Peanut Gallery Dominic Bielsi. Say hello. Hello. An occasional guest host. An occasional guest host. And avid listener. Mike. Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> Very good. Very our, good. Our, our peanut gallery grew by one that day. Yeah, I love it. Uh, this is a special episode because we're not doing our usual format. It's going to be uh, posted as a bonus episode, and uh, it's just our, our annual Easter. Our third day. annual Easter, Easter episode? Yep. Yeah, third, right? Yeah. Jesus. We've been doing that for a little bit. Okay, hmm. great. Uh, got a few more listeners. <laughs> uh, awesome. So, we're not doing news and nuggets. We're just diving right into movies. Casual movie talk. It's a great movie. Movie that I love dearly. Uh, movie Mike, that he loves dearly, which is why I was keeping it a secret for so, so you got it now. You got it from yeah. the sailboat. Okay, <laughs> so for those of you who have not figured it out yet, we're doing Mallrats. Uh, we've been talking about it for the past few episodes. Uh, I had to rewatch it recently. Graciously, Al watched it with Dominic last night? No. No? no. You didn't watch You've seen it, though? Yes. Okay. That would be really weird <laughs> if you hadn't seen it. Uh, no, but he's, he's worried, like yeah. I was, that he hadn't seen it in a it's while. It's been a while. Okay. But okay. the thing is, I've seen... Most of it multiple times, but I have only sat down and watched it start to finish one time. So I realized as I sat down to watch it last night, I completely forgot the entire opening oh, yeah. sequence. It's a it's it's the a great first movie. thing I remember is her walking away in anger and him telling her that he was going to propose to her. That's right. the first thing I remember happening, and I couldn't remember what happened before that. When I couldn't remember the attempted assassination <laughs> for the previous 10 minutes. <laughs> All right, so before we do that, before we get into our flick of the week, or day, because you're going to get another episode this week, uh, what are we drinking? Uh, we are drinking Alchemist Beelzebub. Uh, it's an American Imperial Stout. It's 8% alcohol by volume. Uh, it came in a pint. Um, typically, Alchemist is pretty... <laughs> Sorry, I just saw Dominic's class. <laughs> Fantastic. <Yes. laughs> typically, Alchemist is pretty wordy in their descriptions, um, but this one is not. Um, I do like that it's got a bee on it, because I think there's some sort of honey component to it. Okay. Though I'm not sure, because they didn't tell me. Sure. Beads? Um, no, not beads. beads. <laughs> not beads, bees. Great. Um, <laughs> you know what? You want the rest of this? <laughs> <laughs> and there's some uh, very well-illustrated hops all over it. Yeah, I like it. Good can art. Uh, no, cheers. No, I'm a fan. Cheers. 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 To the Christmas episode. Cheers. Flicks in the Six. Oh, yeah. That's working for me. I like it. It's it's good. I'll give it I'll give it a thumb up. I'm guessing you probably aren't in crazy happy about it because it is a little hoppy. No, it's still good, though. I, I like stouts. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's in good because there's some stouts that you can barely taste the hop at all. You get the bitterness to it, and that's definitely the what's for, front and foremost. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's some hoppiness to it, which is different, which I kind of like. It's like an arugula salad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the bitterness like kind of, like, blooms on your tongue, like, as you've been sitting for a couple so of... flowery. Look at you. Right. Uh, really getting into it. You uh, know what? You're in the zone. I'm, I'm in the last zone. couple of weeks. <laughs> it's, it's great. We're in my A game. Yeah. The spin tune has had me rejuvenated, refocused, <laughs> reloaded. I'm ready to go. Re- beer me. Um, 
<laughs> so, I mean, we the the host, it seems like, I didn't realize this went down before, but the host got a decent amount of beer, and then you got, what, a sip? That's yeah, just, yeah, but we have about a sip and a half. Are you okay with this? Did um, you agree to this? I'm all right. Well, all right. the point is, it's, we're doing the show there, the peanut gallery. I don't want them to be not involved, but there wasn't really enough for any of us to enjoy it if I'm, I didn't I'm, include, I'm, inclu- I'm going to be inclusive. Which is why I told them to grab other beers. So what are your seconds? My second is Central Waters Brewing Company, the Barley Wine Ale Brewer's Reserve, Aged in bourbon barrels, and it's an excellent beer for those right. who have not tried it. I mean, it sounds great. It sounds good. What do you got? My backup is Corona. Mike, Mike Drew Short. You can have <laughs> you can have any brew you want. I panic as long as it's, it's a Corona. I'm not gonna turn down free beer. I panic because we typically keep a lot of beer in the fridge, but all of the food was being like marinated in the fridge. Mm. So I got home and it was like the one thing I forgot to do was put some beers in the fridge. And typically we have a decent backlog of them, but everything that's in there right now is either his. Or it's show beers, so I didn't want to burn show beers because I only buy them two at a time, um, and so I just ran down here, threw a Corona <laughs> in the freezer for my room in the in the fridge because I knew he would drink beer. I figured after the show, you and I and Dominic will probably be drinking mojito or scotch. Sure, like sure. I'm probably gonna go to whiskey after this. So. Yeah, I will say. I mean, if if worrying about having beer in your fridge is what you if what you have to worry about I guess we, we're doing pretty good yeah That's we right. could have had much worse solutions alright so without further ado shall we get into our flick of the week yes, look at the day it's like I said multiple episodes bonus we're, we're off the cuff here there's gonna be noises there's a dog down here I'm knocking things off the table right, right now you know what give me that Yes, right now. High five that you can hear because it the, sucked right now we're <laughs> 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 we'll again yeah let's do one more nope oh, nope there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. 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 the, the I'm it out the first two. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the dog is headbutting empty beer bottles on the table over there. Right. He's excited. He's been a drunk. He likes mole rats too. He's booping them with yeah. his nose. So, mole rats is a is a classic for Kevin Smith. Uh, one of the uh, is it the I don't remember the number. It's, it's the, the second. second one. It's the second. So clerks then mole rats. Uh, clearly higher budget studio. Well, for one it's studio color. backed. Uh, what you say? So for one, it's color. <laughs> right. True. Yeah, true. True. Uh, I've always been a huge fan of this one. Uh, the topics of this movie are obviously like right up my this alley, is right up probably, our audience's alley, I'm sure. This is probably my favorite. Your favorite? Too. A lot of people, I feel like, are, are, are spl- not that they dislike one or the other, but they are split usually between Clerks and Mallrats if they're big Kevin Smith fans. I'm a Clerks person because it just reminds me of working at the pizzeria. <laughs> so, I where the spin tune originated. I haven't been able to give Clerks its full due because I saw it all the way through once, but I started watching it at like 11 o'clock that night, so I definitely wasn't fully conscious 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. I remember doing the movie, but the problem is bits of it aren't coherent in my mind. Like, sure. they don't, they didn't adhere in chronologically when they stuck in my memory. There's like a little bit of it over here and a little bit of it over yeah. there, and I don't remember how it all stitches back together. Um, but Morat's, I love. Um, I've been on the record many times, I don't love Chasing Amy. Sure. Jay and Silent Bob is funny, but it, it's not really a great movie. Yeah, it's not, it's not um, my favorite movie. I enjoy movies. Clerks 2. Um, it's, it's Dogma <laughs> is really good, but that one is another one that I've only seen one time all the way through. But I remember being very impressed with it when I had seen it. With uh, with Clerks, what I love about it is the it's like chunks of the movie, like it's almost like sketch comedy, like the way that it's put together, yep. right? But they tie it together in a one cohesive story, which I absolutely love. Now, where do you st- do you have a favorite of the? Is it Mallrats? A favorite of his? No, uh, Clerks is the first one okay. I saw. Nice. Good man. <laughs> I think my poor brother was 14, and it introduced us to levels of swearing we never knew. <laughs> and so that's always got us. We both worked customer service jobs, so oh, we related perfect. 100%. Yep. So we love that. Mole Rats, we loved. I'm a big fan of Chasing Amy. Sorry, Al. He, he is I, I really am. My father and I have argued. He says, 
I don't go to the movies to watch a depressing movie like that. It's, it's real life. Yeah. You know, maybe not quite that real. The funny thing is, uh, your dad is, as of all of my uncles, the one that I have, for some reason, the best connection with. Sports, we, we sit down and we talk sports for forever, and I we definitely don't see eye to eye on all sorts of movie stuff, but I, I feel like we would at least be synchronized on some of those things. Um, although it's not the it's not the, just the depression part. No, for, it's Ben Affleck. Me. I get it. That's a big part of it too. But no, it, <laughs> the writing the writing of the movie frustrated me. See, I thought it was his best writing. Mm. Yeah, I, I think uh, Savage first time Savage. Uh, no, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the writing of that movie is is up there. Uh, Dominic, where are you? Where do you land on Kevin Smith movies? Have you seen a lot I of them? I will be the unpopular opinion here saying that Jane Silent Bob was my favorite. Oh, it's okay. But, That's but great. But, but other than Rats, it's the only one that you've seen. No, I've seen Dogma. Did you? I, I, you didn't I, watch I, it with I really Silent liked Netflix. Dogma. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I know you didn't see Clerks. No, I haven't seen I know you didn't see Chasing Amy. I definitely don't want to see Chasing Amy. He poisoned the well on that one. But I mean, you should experience it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's worth it. I guess it's worth though, watch. James Bond, like back, just like Ben Affleck, and, and this, this reboot with them is making me super excited. I think it's such a, it's such a funny Jason idea. Jason Mewes is just is, is just hysterical. Yeah, and he's I love such him. a goofball. He's, yeah. And then the Will Ferrell cameo in uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back was just my favorite cameo <laughs> yeah. of all time. My favorite in that one is Tracy Morgan. Yeah, I forgot he pumped. I haven't seen it in a long time. The hands have the best cameo in that is Mark Hamill. It's it's great. Cockknocker. That's cockknocker. But, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm the Tracy Morgan. Why do they call you cockknocker? Oh, it's a funny story behind that. The the reason the Tracy Morgan one sits at the top for me is I didn't. I listening to one of his uh, Kevin Smith standups. He says that the the line is improv. Of like he, it's his. It's Tracy Morgan's friend that's working. Like someone that he works with that's standing behind him that has the plans. And he asks for the plans, and there's a split-second delay, and he goes, plans! And it's just a joke, and they kept it in, and they thought it was really funny. And I agree. I thought it was funny, but now knowing that, I think it's much more yes. much more funny. Yeah. Uh, we lost one. No, he'll be back. He'll be back. All right, cool. So, uh, getting into it. Moritz. So, yes. we'll, 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 try to st- we'll try to stick with Moritz. It's okay. It's okay to bring up it's, other... It's inevitable that we're gonna yeah. just going to draw comparisons to other things, especially other things within the Viewisk universe. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, it has, I imagine, it's a little bit difficult for you to watch, I imagine, now because uh, it is it is Ben Affleck at peak Ben Affleck in your mind. Um, yeah, but they <laughs> used him judiciously, so, okay. and the other thing is he completely leans it. That's what frustrated me uh, about Chasing Amy, is he is an asshole playing an asshole who doesn't think he's an asshole. Okay. And at the end of the movie, I'm still not convinced that he knows he's an asshole. In this, he's an asshole playing an asshole who knows he's an asshole. So I'm fine with it. Okay. Okay. Where, where do you, how do you, I feel like you have a, See, you have a take on that. I agree with you in Rats, but in Chasing Amy, he was ignorant. He was yeah. just ignorant about the way he thought, the way he spoke. Sure. And he sheltered know, the, the thing is, everything. I agree that's with That's what that. I saw. That, that's yeah. the only bit of growth he had. Is he finally realized that he was being ignorant about stuff, but he's still an asshole. No, see, I, I didn't see it that way. By the end... This, uh, the, what he did the very with, near what, end, what he, I didn't quite agree with how he that, handled well, that. Well, that was the thing. Yeah, what, what he did with the friend, and I can't... I, I want to call him Brody because it's Jason Lee, but it's not Brody. Thank and you. I can't think of his name. Um, the way he handled that scene, that wasn't ignorance. That was being an asshole. I, see, I, I, thought, I really didn't see him as the asshole. Man. Yeah. I, you know what it is? He also... He's playing... He has a hard personality that he's playing in that movie, and you're not... Oh, I actually think that he does emotion pretty well for Ben Affleck yeah. uh, in that movie. Yeah, um, I'll give you that. And but at the end of the day, he is the he is consistently that character. The character evolves a bit. The character learns a bit about himself and about what he thinks. And like you said, it, it almost seems like character. I'm sorry, we're talking chasing Amy, but I don't really care. But, no, it's going to end up being a, kind of a, a 
that smorgasbord of all the, to a certain extent. That's fine. But like of, of all the, uh, he's it's almost like he's a uh, a kid in high school. They it's like they never grew up, right? And they they, they, they didn't because they like it seems like they got it like working well right out of high school. They're kind of stuck with their old friends, old yep. situations, maybe never grew up. And then yeah, and then he has this this quote unquote real life experience. It's a bizarre one, but it is a real life experience yeah. compared. Guys, and, guys, uh, we're gonna be eating during this. Oh episode. my good lord, that's uh, that's move these wires out of there's the just you're welcome. There's just lamb chops? There's lamb chops. This is just on the table. It's great. Happy Easter. You're going to eat going to happen. Everyone just try and time your eating with when someone else is talking. Right, right, right. Uh, so, okay. So, mole rats. Let's get into it. Uh, as Al mentioned earlier today when I got here, he actually texted me last night. Completely forgot about the opening of the movie. The opening of the movie is very, very strong. Uh, because it's absurd. And uh, the only thing I could say is, she fucking died? Like, that's... That's it. That's and that, that bringing yep. that in and then tying that into clerks yep. with the Wait, who with died? the funeral. <laughs> well, I don't remember her name. The one who died in the pool. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that, no, that's. You texted me. I thought you were talking about. Um, I thought you were talking about the governor at first. I was like, no, they just built her off. Like she was still talking. Like what? Oh, okay. So you watched. You actually, what you were watching was a cut. Uh, yes. a, an extended cut of the movie. Oh. Yeah, that's not the real. That's not the real. That explains movie. why I didn't remember. It was that. the original one he intended, but it wasn't. Right. It was in theaters. Okay, that explains why. Because I saw it on DVD a while back, um, given to me by your brother. Um, and I don't remember that being in the movie. I was like, wow, it really has been a while since I've seen this movie because I don't remember this opening at all. Yeah, and if, if you remember a few weeks ago, we talked about the cardboard box for a DVD. I have the Mallrats in the cardboard box with the disc <laughs> that flips over, yeah. and one side is theatrical, one side yeah. is extended. Well, when I rewatch it, I watch the theatrical one because I actually I, I like that. Better. The I, like the yeah. I just watched the version. Uh, TS is driving to Brandy's house, and he's all excited. Uh, they're going away to Florida for vacation, and. He's, he's like pumped up gets out of the car because which you know if you've watched the movie multiple times he's gonna propose to her down in Florida he's very excited about it and uh, he's you know he's like tapping on the trunk he's really excited and uh, she's kind of standoffish and I it, this really just sets the, a great pace for the rest of the movie uh, because again, kind of similar to the Chasing Amy thing like they're kind of kids the guys are kids the girls seem to have been growing up but they, they also were younger in this movie though yeah they're still in it's college like, yeah. as opposed to Chasing Amy they're out of college right, and right. fully working they're probably 30 years old or 28 years old you know what I mean? so what happens is uh, was it uh, was it Judy Dwyer? Is that the girl's name that died? Julie Dwyer. Julie Dwyer. So she, uh, T.S., so she's supposed to be on Brandy's dad's talk show, and she, uh, game, T. Show. game show, sorry, and uh, T.S. told her that the camera had 10 pounds, and she went to do laps in the pool to lose the weight and had an aneurysm, and she died. And that's that's <laughs> the opening of the movie. That's the, the real, the true opening of the movie, which is hysterical. Now, this sounds familiar. It's very dark, and it's just, and, and that's where the quote comes from. But he just, he, he doesn't know about this. He's like, yes. And it's like, whatever. And she's like, she fucking died? Like that. And, and uh, the only way to calm the dad down, Brandy offered to do the show. And, uh, and you know, T.S. is pissed. And that, that starts out our whole thing. Now, they, they break up in this sequence. Uh, because, this makes sense, because I was very confused watching last night. Because I remember thinking, he's an asshole with the way he handled the situation. In the version that I watch, she is the asshole. Oh, really? Because... He's doing whatever reenactment of the Civil War, or not the Revolutionary oh War. <laughs> I've, I've only watched that maybe twice. Yeah. It's ridiculous. He, goes up to, he goes up to the roof, sneaks up on her. She's doing astronomy homework or something like that. She's looking through a telescope. Um, and there's some funny jokes. He says, I need, she goes, I need, what's his name, Shaft? And he goes, oh, Shaft is what you needed. And there's some <laughs> jokes about living in the gutter, about, you know, literally jokes about living in the gutter. And so he goes... He, he goes, all right, don't stay up here too long. He goes, and he grabs, I don't know if he grabs his, her wrist for a watch or something like that. 
and says, um, 17 hours will be in Florida. And he starts walking away, and she goes, yeah, about that. Oh, Which is a really worse way to handle it. You know, I'm like, whoa. I was like, I don't remember. I was like, I don't remember this at all. I remember that she broke, breaks the news early in the movie that she's, that she's not going to be able to go to Florida with him. And she says, yeah, uh, I'm going to be doing a game show for my dad, and I'm, they're going to auction me off. And I was like, yeah, that's not the way you handle that. You go to him right, right. and do it. Not just, oh, by the way, fuck off. I'm not going to Florida with you tomorrow. Like, yeah. So the version of you makes me remember now. I was like, because I, like, I, I, I was while I was watching the scene, I was like, "Oh, I feel like I remember him being the asshole in the situation, and he is a asshole, mm-hmm. but she's a bigger one." In, in the version I watched, she is definitely more in the wrong than he is. But the way that you're describing it from the original theatrical release, that is more with tracking with what I remember. He was the asshole, yeah, the bigger well, asshole. In in the theatrical version, though, the I mean, I don't, I don't find her to be an asshole. If you look into it deeper, like in the manipulation of her father, like it's, it's very clear what's going on here. But she's actually distraught in, yeah. the, in the opening, right? No, like, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I remember it being he was the worst off in it in the in the in that version of it. Sure, but in this sure. version, she, the way she handled it was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. But now her father. Let's talk, let's let's zoom in on him for a second. Michael Rooker is yeah, the incomparable Michael Rooker. I absolutely love this man, and he I just fantastic. rewatched Guardians Volume Two, oh, Last yeah. Nine, where he's Mary Poppins, yes. and it's just, he's so good. I love him. He's so funny. And the first scene that we see him, it is his ass. Like yeah. he in the in the in the theatrical cut, he's uh he's like shadow boxing in front of the TV. No, I saw that part, but it just happens much. And then his towel falls off, and it's just his butt. Yeah, I don't remember. And it's that. hysterical. And it's just like this is this movie. And there's a camera right? crew, a TV camera crew outside the window, and you're watching it through the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's ridiculous. But uh, I I love him, and I love the role that he's going to play throughout the movie, which we'll we'll get into more. Also, I'm pretty sure while he was doing his boxing, well, as much as they're doing it from behind. I believe you catch a little bit of Michael Wilker's junk. Is there a little junk? I think so. <laughs> maybe maybe there's, in the TV reflection. No, there's some flopping. There's some flopping involved. <laughs> tasteful, he's, tasteful he's doing martial arts. Ass naked. Tasteful nudity. So yeah. 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 There, there was a there was a, some dangling action. Going well, actually, on. I, that also may be extended cut that you watched. Well, um, well, but the, other thing, yeah. the other thing is, you probably wouldn't notice it. I'm watching it on that fucking That's screen. True. Yeah. So <laughs> if Michael Rooker's penis on that screen would probably be about three feet. I don't know. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> oh, Merle boy. <laughs> Love him. Oh, oh my god. Girl. Yeah, sad. Uh, so with that, we get into the oh, our story kicks off, and we meet one of probably, in my opinion, one of Kevin Smith's best characters, Brody. See. Brody, the, that whole scene is before in the version. So I, weird. The scene with with um, with Renee where they break up that happened before because then T S comes over to the house, says, "Oh, we just broke up." Yeah, and the two of them drive over. Yeah, that's where they, that's where they go right after after this after the breakup they go to, to Brody's house. He goes to T S goes. Oh to Brody's no, house. but you already jumped to Michael Rooker. That's what oh, I'm that, that was oh, no. after. oh okay they did that all together. Uh, but okay, so in the so we meet him and then, and we just meet this ridiculous character obsessed with comics. Absolutely love him from Jump Street. He's amazing and. The, now this is where this is one of the, uh, there's gonna be a lot of lines that we'll probably go through in this movie this is where one of my favorite lines comes in they talk about how uh, Bird talks about he was just dumped and uh, he framed the breakup letter which I think is, is wow. amazing yeah that was so, so weird oh man she calls you callow in this and it's like you say that like it's a bad thing I mean <laughs> it is <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the only part of the letter I thought was a compliment <laughs> uh, but then when the, 
the framing of the sentence Tia says, I too am in the framing business. Yes, I, I was like, ah, it's so good. I, and that's why I that's why I love his writing. I that, just think it's it's just very funny. It's yeah. just, yeah, that's the funny. strength of his writing for sure, is those sorts of jokes. Yeah. Where it's like the whole movie's a soliloquy for me. Like <laughs> each character has it having their own long. Well, one. there's definitely that too. He's a big fan of, you know, someone standing on a soapbox and, mm-hmm. and delivering some sort of speech, but um, it's those jokes that are not quite anti-jokes, but you know what I mean? Like, they're, like, this, like, super nuanced, like, beyond just a dry one-liner, because, like, that's kind of an obscure line, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, where you could totally go over your head with ease. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what is the other one in there? Uh, touch not, lest you be touched? Yes! <laughs> I tried to teach you how to handle comics when we were, what was it, like, the sixth grade? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, he, he's great. Not uh, also, walking around, he's, like, ridiculous bathrobe. And then, <laughs> open. <laughs> the box was fantastic. Yes. And um, the it's really funny. I think we had we had maybe talked about this a few episodes back. Uh, the first scene that we get of him of Brody when he breaks up. Um, what's her name? Renee. With Shane Renee. Yeah. yeah. When he breaks up with Renee is uh, he's he's playing Sega and he's playing. I was at NHL '94. Yeah. Yep. Which we talked about. Hard for Whalers. Yeah. <laughs> The Hartford Whalers beating the Vancouver Canucks happens once or twice once in a lifetime. Twice <laughs> it's, I, I, I sit there and I think about those things and I cry. I hate to tell you what I think about when I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> another, another great line. Now, the... Uh, they do give him the the lion share of the good oh, yeah. lines and Absolutely. the recurring jokes and everything because it's yes, the, by far the best the escalator recurring joke Amazing. is incredible that, he's on the escalator <laughs> again <laughs> that and the the little cup he carries a little cup around the whole movie yes. he's got the little cup and he well, fills, fills it twice the, the funny <laughs> thing is is he actually loses the cup for one scene when he's talking to Renee when she's looking at um, lingerie yeah. And then he's got the cup again, and he continues it on, gets the cup filled, and that's when, what's his name, when when Ben Affleck comes to beat the shit out of him, like, is when he's got the cup, and he goes, he goes, can I offer you a sip? <laughs> Want a sip of my soda? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you fill this up, please? No ice? Uh, so, we get, he says that uh, we, the only the only way to, to heal their wounds, uh, there's only one way to do that, and T.S. says, ritual suicide? Yeah. Said, no, the mall. I prefer ritual suicide. Great line. We go to the mall, and that's and the rest and the rest of the movie takes. Yeah, it was, it's a it's a really it's a great opening. It's pretty fast paced. I think you get an introduction to all the characters. It's like a it's like a good pilot episode. Well, I was yeah. a little thrown because I turned it on. It's a two hour movie. I was like, I don't remember the right, movie yeah, being that long. Like an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I feel like this was a tight hour and a half. Yeah. You know, maybe hour forty. Like, yeah. And I was like, two hours. And now that I got an almost fifteen minute intro that I didn't realize was yep. not actually part of the movie. Explains. Well, and they actually later in the movie they do reference the governor's bowl, and if you have seen the extended cut, you know what they're ta- what they're talking yeah. about, which is pretty funny. Uh, so we we run into as soon as we enter the mall, we run into Ben Affleck. Yes. He, well, well, they see him. Ben Affleck. He like, doesn't runs say into anything bro. really. Yeah, he, he, he literally yeah. runs into him. Yeah. Um, what is the? I can't remember the exact line, but they're they're talking. You got to keep your eyes forward. And he's walking backwards, and he gets clipped by the set design, the yeah. the set piece. Right. Like that's. Yeah, he goes. Uh, he goes, he goes, right. he, goes <laughs> he goes. You can't look behind you at the past. You got to keep your eyes forward at all times. And he gets cracked upside the head. And he says, "Maybe you should heed your own advice." Yes. <laughs> and with, with the sound effect of the clang, of yeah. the, which it's like a metal on metal clang. Yeah, when he hits his, his head, yeah, right. great, absolutely. Uh, and I from there on, I think we well, we meet Willem, which is great. The first uh, time, yeah. Oh look, it's a sailboat. Yeah, 
damn it. <laughs> Been here every day. Trying to try to see open the clothes. <laughs> Beautiful. And he's uh well uh, but I'm gonna say today's my day. I got a lunch and a soda. I'm ready for a long day. It's a schooner. <laughs> you stupid idiot. <laughs> it's a sailboat. Sailboat is a schooner. Actually, it's pretty perfect that we're doing this on Easter, considering yeah. the the Easter Bunny ends up playing a pretty big role in the movie. When when Brody claims that they beat, the Easter Bunny beat the shit out of him, and then James and Bob beat the shit out of the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Let's do take two, where you pretend that we knew this going in, and that this was our idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Go go. Uh, because we knew this was Easter. <laughs> perfect. Uh, so then we then we're, we got our Mallrats introduction of James and Bob, which I mean. Uh, first off, the just it, it's this movie is the first time over the top, Jay. Right? Yes, because he's he's funny in Clerks, but he's way too over the top in this one, and sometimes it's a little annoying. It's also definitely probably the time where he was probably at his worst. At the with most, yeah, the drug most use in real life. Yeah, he also felt like he was playing a character. Yeah, he, where in Clerks I didn't get the. Vibe. It was just, he he was just himself. Him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, I think he gets back to it in Clerks too. I think he's no, like, yeah. no. Well, kind of, I guess, because he was clean at that point, right? Yeah. I, I yes. think so. Clerks he was right? clean. Yes. Well, but I mean, the character was clean, too. And yes. Too. Yes. Oh, my God. That... Doesn't he have a Bible with him? Yes. Yes. And there, hey, hey, like, hey, the like, holy fucking like... Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but oh he's constantly God. talking about the path to recovery <laughs> and all that. Um, I, I was offered a lamb chop. I called I kindly decline because I I, I can't do this multitasking. The beer is already too much for me. What you do is take a bite while one of us you, is talking. I've, man. I've opened the beer and destroyed everything on the table. Uh, well, that's, so that's let's true. just you know. Well, I'm put it by you. I, if you notice, no one heard that I was eating. I, I ate it. Uh, you, 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 I was actually you know very impressed. Uh, uh, if you've ever listened to the shit show. Chris used to eat tacos. It was horrible. It was the worst sound oh, ever in the yeah, world. And I, I didn't know anything about editing at that point, so it's just in there. It's, no, I've mastered I've mastered the mute button when we record over Skype. Yeah, you do good. Uh, uh, you were making heavy use of it last I was, episode. I was. I did pretty good. I only, I only, a few got through. Maybe five. Maybe five good coughs got through. Well, but those were only yeah. coughs because they were induced by me making you laugh. True. That that's not. That's not the same thing. True. There was there was one where I thought we were gonna lose it because I, I was muted for a good thirty seconds and I was just having a fit. Yeah, which is why I just kept talking I, because yeah, I, I can see you in here. You can see us, so you know when we're talking. My if cousin, I'm gonna go on a rant, if he's gonna go on a rant, you can take a bite. There's only like three like, bites of meat on this thing. That's true. it's just a whole thing. I'm very self conscious. I was just worried. <laughs> I, I just figured you were worried about the grease making it onto the screen. There's that too. I, don't, I mean, I can't touch it after that, right? I have to touch it to keep the screen on, and then maybe the Pinky? I can do the pinky. I do, I do pinkies up while I eat and drink, uh, and that's just because it doesn't really bend that easily. Uh, for those of you who can't see, it just bends at the top, but the rest of the pinky is not until it pops, and then it goes in. It's very weird. Did you learn all of your editing skills while listening to Al's coughing up a storm, <laughs> sounding like Seth Rogen uh, smoking weed in Pineapple Express? And that's a great reference. Yes. Uh, no, and I would not say that I have <laughs> editing skills, per se, but I do know how to cut it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and, and tighten. Just nice clean cuts and, and tighten he can the, do. The sound. You'll, you'll <laughs> notice, hopefully you've noticed, I don't know actually, I'll have to ask somebody that's listened to the show, the last few episodes, if you when we when we do the show, we take a sip of the beer. It it it's like there's dead air for like a few seconds while we take a sip. It's I've tried to cut it down. That's a few seconds. Okay, though. All right, all right. It's not minutes. <laughs> and I guess you know what we're doing, so I guess it's yes. All right. yes. And this week I helped you all out by helpfully sniffing the beer directly into the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> that's true. That was weird. <laughs> As it was intended to be. Wait, wait, um, why is your shirt on? That's a good point. Oh, and there it goes. There it goes. Now it's an episode. Happy Easter, everyone. Happy Easter. Uh, so Jane, Silent Bob, we get them in front of the uh, in front of the, the pet adoption place. 
Yes. Right? Correct? And uh, we hey, got a... Hi, baby kitties! <laughs> yeah, we got a little Wolverine Berserker, which is fantastic. We're not even going to go into that Ching, too much. Ching, ching. <laughs> uh, he's... Uh, Brody asks them to tear down the stage. Which they were going to do anyway. Demolish, yeah, but they were going to do anyway because they're bored. When they leave, uh, Jay says, show some love to the baby kitties. Come on, man. Like, yeah, I don't like... What do you do? And they just... This, <laughs> and, they, and they tap the glass. One of my favorite scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hysterical. I love it. Uh, we start to get introductions to other characters. Um, uh, character that chasing Amy. What was her Joey name? Lauren Joey Adams. Lauren Adams, but I don't remember her name. Damn it! Of this. course, I closed the thing. That's okay. I've got it. No, no, you guys keep talking. Uh, so we we get the introduction to her. Um, throughout the movie, we get more about her. Like we get inter- like uh, she she dated TS for a while. She even got her own monologue. She got her own monologue. Yeah. Yes. Um, the uh, I I the whole it's very funny the whole the, the really stupid thing of uh, Silent Bob flying through the air. And, Not stupid. And it's incredible. It, it, well, it is again very funny. great recurring joke. Smashing into the recurring joke that she calls back again yeah, later. Some guy the, wanted to see me naked so bad he tried. I figured I'd, t- I figured I'd, I'd save him the hassle. Oh yeah, and she's just trying the underwear on the middle of the store. Yes, Gwen. Uh, what? Gwen. Gwen, yes, of course. And then, uh, which we got another great line of Brody. Come from off screen. Coming on screen. I would have been a sexy chick. And he's got the underwear on o- over his jeans, yeah. right? Like, that's yes. amazing. Absolutely. I, it's, <laughs> it's just so funny. But, uh, yeah, her character's great. Uh, she's the, She progresses the emotional side of the story. Yeah. Uh, she gives them... Because, again, it's really funny. She's... Uh, of the group, the females are the grown-ups. Absolutely. Right? And she is... I feel as grown well, up in this as she is in everyone, this Everyone except for Damon of Brandy. I didn't really feel like she was that mature, despite the fact that she kept asking for maturity from T.S. Well, again, having a friend just die, you know, I, I think her perspective... No, but the other ones, Renee, mature, grown up, she... Her issues with Brody were very valid. Yes, they were. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gwen, realizing, oh, I was an asshole when I was younger. Yeah. If I had the opportunity to do it all over again... We wouldn't even be having this conversation. I'd be with TS. Basically, what she says to her: if you don't, if you don't fix it, I'm going to take my next shot at it. Um, and then uh, Trish, who's 15, and they thought she was 38 oh or whatever it was, 36, whatever it was that he said. Which oh. how? No. But also, <laughs> I mean, way, way beyond her years, right? Mm. But I, I actually feel that um, that Brandy was. Apart from them, she was not I feel like, as mature as those three. I thought she was mature, but held back by the, her controlling father. Yeah, I feel like which impacts her relationships and the way that she acts. Also, thought her role was underwritten. Of all the that's the that main characters, she didn't have a lot of independence. What she did. Well, not not just that, but huge gaps in screen time for her. Yes. Yeah. They paced yeah, very, they paced the other characters better with when they show up on screen. For someone who's so important to the plot. She yeah. there's there's at one point there's like a half hour gap when she's just not on screen. Yeah, I, it might help though with her being off screen, like the pine, like him pining over her. That's true. Kind of. I, I don't know. That's true. Um, it's in, it's interesting. Well, she didn't have to be on screen with them. They could have just found some way to pivot back to show you her in the aftermath of having broken up with TS. Because um, it got to a point where I like I, well, I I'm not sure why he's so obsessed with her because I I haven't seen any of the qualities that he would have been missing out on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whereas you see it with all the other girls, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, they, they don't they don't give it to you. You kind of just have to take it in stride because like you, the, all all the other female characters are written that way. I think if you start to if you just assume that for the rest of the characters, I, it, it it does. You can fill it in yourself, but I agree with you. It's it is not displayed. You're not given. Show me. Don't tell me. Sure. Um, 
That being said, they did tighten the movie. Sure. And it was <laughs> well, but there, I mean, two yeah. there, there's some other stuff that they probably could have cut down on, though, that they could have allowed that to come forth naturally. Sure. Sure. Um, like the uh, the Jay and Silent Bob chase sequence? Yeah. It's is, a, it's I, a you, bit gr- but you, it's, you can't cut that out. You just have to accept the movie. As entertaining <laughs> as it is, it's a bit gratuitous. Yeah. Or the multiple scenes of them failing at doing the thing. It, though it does set up a it great payoff to the joke. What? Right. <laughs> That's not what force is. Right. <laughs> I know who force is. Uh, also, I enjoy that, considering Jay talks way too much and Bob doesn't talk at all, that LaFors doesn't say a word either yep. throughout the whole course of the movie. I do appreciate that as, like, they're kind of, like, especially since Silent Bob is the one specifically who they deploy to defeat LaFors, the fact that neither of them speaks, I think, works really well. Mm-hmm. Five MSY. <laughs> great, great scene, great line. Yeah. Uh, and when he, and also the fact that he's shouting this across the mall, LaForce is looking at it like he's looking at a paper. He's not. He doesn't look up for the shouting. Right. And he, Silent Bob swoops by, and his hat falls off. And he just looks up. That's it. That's the only. That's the. That's the only. Uh, and the other one, he catches something, right? He catches something that he drops. The, uh, the sack of quarters. Yeah, so he was running with, the, with yeah. the sock full of quarters. Yeah. And the kid that he pissed off <laughs> rolls the, the truck out underneath him, and he slips and falls, and he just catches the quarters. When uh, when Jay when Jay and Silent Bob are going over the plans, and they have them rolled out. That I did like, the whole schematic thing. I'd do it, but I threw my back out last night doing your mom. Nuge. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> it's, it's such a great... It's so ridiculous. I think it even <laughs> says something, too, about, like, humping, like, above him yeah, on, like, oh, a yeah. schematic. <laughs> like, uh, and, then, uh, and then Jay and Silent Bob dance on the wreckage. Yeah. We dance on it. So great. And, and the fact that all they, all they need to do is pull out a pin, yes. amazing. Yes. I like yes. that that's the that's how they were going to take came so close at one time the one where he was dressed as Batman yeah <laughs> with the hands out and he's like flapping his fingers it's so good yeah. uh, so we get the rest of the mall antics uh, that's basically so until until the next thing that actually progresses the plot like I guess the the conversations with um, okay I forgot her name again uh, chasing Amy Gwen Gwen the conversations with Gwen uh, are the, are what progress the like I said, the storytelling, emotional plot of the movie. Whatever. I'll, I'll have whatever beer you're... Beer. <laughs> oh, God. If I don't break everything. That's great. This yeah, is stay in it. Put your editing skills No, nope. No, this stays in. No, nope, it's this all in there. It. Doing it live. Oh, what is that? That's a... That is a ridiculous bottle opener. Are you it's kidding a, me? Is that a... It's also ridiculously... That's a putty knife. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's also ridiculously inefficient. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, all right, I'm going to give you that one. Sure. Because he doesn't like IPAs. I'm going to give you that great. one. Thank you. Uh, oh, I have to actually... Yeah, you uh, have my, to my cousin gave me the uh, the beer that he was having. The, the bourbon barrel barley wine ale. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Side note on barley wines. It's not... Yeah, it's, it's excellent, right? Woo! It's good. It's good. But it's strong. That was problem, enough. Yes. That was that sip. The, the, the problem is, is that I went into our local beer world, mm-hmm. and I asked them, do you guys have any good barley wines for sale? And they it's like, we don't we don't sell wine. What are you talking about? This beer world. Oh, my God. And I was like, ugh. But I like to, man. That's the rules in New York. But this is barley wine. Dems the rules? Dems the rules. They, they sell barley wine, though, there. Yeah, but barley wine isn't wine. I know, that's my point. Oh, he okay, I'm mean, sorry. He's like, I no, 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 we don't sell wine. I was like, no, 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 it's a beer. It's a thing. So we went on a Google chase, and he, the owner of the store, is like looking through all the racks to find any barley wines with me in tow. And finally I found this one, and it, it, very happy with the choice. We should take a brief pause to mention all the beers that were just added, because there are some really good ones. What was added? We got a Victory Golden Monkey here for, uh, for Mike. This is one of my favorite beers of all time. Yeah, it's a good beer. Oh my god. 
You got a Lagunitas, was it the Tuberfest? Yeah, and there's a dog with a hat with a feather in it and a monocle. Yes, that's <laughs> the Lagunitas. <laughs> and the dog. he's thinking, ah. Well, he's German. He's got thought bubbles. He's a German ach. dog. German dogs with ah. That's amazing. Hey, in German, ach probably means this is an excellent beer. Do you know what would go great with this? What? A cookie from the cookie stand. Now, it's a cookie stand. Wait, I gotta keep my beer first. <laughs> <laughs> keep it in the family. We've got another Alchemist beer. We're going focal banger. I hate you so Don't much. Take a sip. I know oh, you love I it. will take a sip. Well, I, I mocked him with the, uh, the right. Henny Topper a few weeks ago. Before, before you probably heard it. Before we take a sip, cookies from the cookie stand. Yes. Is it part of the food court or an autonomous unit for mid-mall snacking? Uh, oh, I agree with Brody. It's an autonomous unit for mid-mall smack- mm-hmm. snacking. It has to be in the food court to be a food cart- court Remember. I'm with you. I'm with you. I never thought about it before that. <laughs> the fact that he had it that well described, I was not going to challenge him. He clearly put way too much thought. Into <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, because yeah, right. it's, it's immediate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had never thought of it. Have you never had this one before? No, it's, I, it's laughing at me. It's <laughs> delightful. Oh, you didn't it's get to, come from, to Vermont for the wedding last year? No, I didn't. I was in Florida. Oh, they literally had these and had toppers at the bar at all times. Unlike in the hotel. Unlike Alex, who didn't invite That's me. Amazing. Sean invited me. I just couldn't make it. Well, that's, that's what I was drinking. So like, that's what I was drinking after, in the after party of the wedding, and I ended up very drunk. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna that's have an to get some beer. But um, yeah, I had never thought of it either until watching that movie. But the second he said it, I was like, he's make, correct. Make I, I'm not gonna argue yeah. with him. That's that's correct. That, these are facts. Yeah, and out of the. Um, that's fine. I just have the. I have the. You might be the loudest walker I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> you guys missed the best part of the meal. The antipasto. We'll you be up another. We're, we're almost done. Did you see anything? But there we go. <laughs> Your sister's eating everything. My I found it hard to believe. Yeah, right? Are we bring it down? You guys having a good time? No, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll be almost done. We'll probably be up in 15. Oh, what are you doing? The, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey. Wow, <laughs> 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 I wish it was recorded. That's a, it's always recorded. Yeah. Oh, it's a, I thought I saw you hit pause. I bookmarked it. Has your dad cameoed in this podcast? Now. He has. Actually, that'll be the closing of this episode. An Italian town outfit. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I actually forgot what we... We were, we were just cookie finishing stands, up cookie the cookie stand, stand topic. Cookie stand's amazing. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We've had a lot of distractions. <laughs> it's great. It's Can fine. you repeat the question, please? Uh, is the cookie stand part of the food court or an autonomous unit for mid-ball snacking? I'm going to go with the latter. Yes. Correct. correct. Unanimous. <laughs> question for you guys. What you got? What year, approximately, did you first see this movie? Mm. That's a good question. When, when, did, when did June get married? Like, 08? 09? No, it was after I was out of high school. It was when I was a sophomore in high school. Okay, so 2010, 2011? That's when I saw it. 06. That's when I saw it. Or 06. Because I saw it in 95. Okay. Wow. There's a a quite a big age gap here. (laughs) I did not know who Stan Lee was when I saw this movie. Oh, wow. That's and I have weird. a feeling you guys all knew who he was. Sure. So my brother and I gave the look of, like, is this some made-up character... Right. Oh my god, that's so funny. And so, like, watching Captain Marvel this week, I went to the theater a second time to see it. You see him reading the script, and I'm like, uh, like, it brought me back yeah, to so me cool, going, so cool. is this a real guy or is it an actor I've never seen playing somebody famous? That's great. You know, I, I couldn't believe it. Well, it, that was it, the thing is, at the know. time that I had seen it, that was only still in the nascent bit of the MCU coming up. But he still made appearances in X Men, X Men. But I had had the Fantastic benefit of all of that. Yes. So I knew who he was. Right. Even although the first couple times I saw X Men and Spider Man, I didn't know who he was at that time. Sure. But I found out quickly after. And then when upon rewatching them, I'd be like, oh, cool, Stan Lee. And then I saw that. I was like, wow, this is really cool. The, 
way beyond just a cameo. It's you know a bit more than yeah. that because he gets his own monologue. Now, don't take this for fact. I think <clears throat> I, I, if I remember the story correctly, so uh, Kevin Smith did a good, like a great, like uh, speech about Kevin about uh, Stanley and how you know how how heartwarming it was that they did this with him, yes. like in the movie, and. Uh, Stanley hadn't been on screen except for one episode, from what I understand, in a courtroom of the old Hulk TV show. Yes, and the that trial was it. Of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, like so that. and it was just that. That was the only time that he had been yeah, on screen. Yeah, because that was before any MCU movies, before the, the Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. So, like to like to a degree, he feels like he put him on screen, and like and he is modest about it, but like yes. that he put him on screen and like made it a thing to have him cameo. Right, and into he was in tears talking about this as he explained like how yes. they they called him to do this. He's like Kevin Feige calls him, and he's like and Kevin calls you answer, and he's like, <laughs> and, he's like and not at not at one point during that did I think that they were gonna ask me to direct. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. But uh, can we just pause everything and have a drink cheers, for cheers. Stanley? Just Stanley. Yeah, Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. Excelsior. Excelsior. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm not surprised that Kevin Smith hasn't been asked to direct a Marvel movie. I am a little surprised that they haven't found some way to work him in. Like, I I would have figured that he would have been a candidate to do an episode of The Mandalorian for John Favreau. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I I, I started. My first comic I read was maybe seven, eight years ago. But 90% of my comic knowledge comes from Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, uh, listen to his podcasts. I listen to him interview all these famous creators of comics. Oh, you the listen artists. to all those? I listen to everyone. Because he of listens them. to them. Yeah. And they were great. And I had absolutely no no prior knowledge of them. You know, okay. I, didn't, I didn't know who Jim Lee was. I didn't know who Neil Adams was. And I was captivated by all of it. You know, I had yeah. heard of Kevin Conroy. I watched a couple episodes oh, of the show. Kevin Conroy. It was, it was, all of them are great. And it got me wanting to read. And so I started to read Watchmen, which, of course, Kevin Smith didn't write, but I didn't care, you know. Yeah. And uh, so me not knowing who Stanley, who's an absolute legend, was, looking back, I, I'm, like, mortified by it. But I didn't ever hear of him until then. It's a but you, well, you have a unique perspective and experience, and that's great. That's yeah. fantastic. I, I, no, yeah. what was it? You said seven or eight years ago you started reading some? Yeah. So what was the first comic? Uh, Watchmen it was, was Watchmen. First, and what, yeah. what have you got? Any like favorites since then? Uh, I did Hush. I did Long Halloween. I mm. did. Oh, I love Long Halloween. Uh, <laughs> the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Uh, um, that that probably my favorite. <laughs> I did the Snyder Capullo run of the new Fifty Two of Batman. Okay. And I liked parts of it, and I didn't like other parts of it. I feel like it started early, early, early was strong, and then like a few in, I started to drop off, and I didn't, I didn't get past it, and I really yeah. want to. My cousin and I agreed. He told me early on, Batman has like thirty-eight people on his team, <laughs> you know, because they don't want to offend anybody yeah, by yeah. cutting out any of the Robins, so he just has every Robin. Right. You know, it, it was a little much. It, you know, where uh, year one I read, I liked year one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. V for Vendetta, which was again back to Alan Moore, I liked that a lot. Uh, and then I kind of fell off again, Great not story. reading as much. But did, did you read any of the the uh, Killing Joke or uh, Killing Joke? See, I watched <laughs> all of the animated movies on Year One. Dark oh, Night so Returns, you watched them? Okay. It's and, so... and Dark Knight Returns, I never read the comics. I know that's pretty much everyone's favorite. But oh my god, the movies for that, the animated movies, it's are fantastic. weird. Oh, I, I was it's yeah. a little weird, but I, I thought I, I missed his inner monologue in the movie, the of Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. I, I liked having that in the book, mm-hmm. and the. Side characters are a little weird. The two little flying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a little over the top, and the mutants are a little bit much. But everything else in the movie, the acting, 
the the voice acting too uh, for those Dexter fans, Stan Liddy was the voice of Batman. Nice. Most Robocop. people know him as yeah. Robocop. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, Peter Weller's good. good. Yeah, but he's, he was great good. as that. You know, him versus Superman. You know, his quotes, the music in that movie was fantastic. It, it was. gave a lot of gravitas and drama to it. it but the movies did a very good job. I didn't, like I said, I didn't really read this comics. Year one, again, another great animated movie too. Uh, but yeah, those those animated movies uh, took the place of me reading the comics, and and I've been which is I, I think that's fine for me with yeah. those things. It's the, I I just love the, I love the story, and whatever your yeah. medium is for for receiving the story, that's fine. Like yeah. I know there's there are people that are very pretentious about like you have to read the book, yeah. and I disagree. I don't think that that's yeah. the case. I think some people might like the book better. That's fine, and I'm yeah. okay with that. But I I'm a very visual person. Me too. Comics and yeah. movies help me with I, I enjoy it more I feel that about certain properties if you love you're a good mix though yeah if you love the Lord of the Rings you should read the Lord of the Rings books yes. you know what I mean like yeah. stuff like that if you love Game of Thrones you should read the Game of Thrones books but I don't feel it's a necessity for every medium um, and I was never a big comic reader myself I've read some of them I've read Watchmen I read V Vendetta most of the other stuff that I've read has all been tie-ins to some sort of thing. Like, Dark Horse did um, tie-in series for the Mass Effect games mm-hmm. that were canonical yep. thing, like tie-ins that weren't necessities to know, but that I wanted to know. So I've read the Dark Horse runs that they did for Mass Effect 2 and 3. <clears throat> um, I've read other stuff, too. I, um, I read the... I bought them as full books. I lent you the first one. I, you never read the second one. Yep. For um, Coheed and Cambria's... Um, their concept, the whole band is a concept. Every album is tied into one story, with the exception of the one album that they did. Um, and the first two, there was comic runs that went along with and expanded upon the story told throughout the, the album itself. So I have both of the first two books that were done into one full trade, mm-hmm. and, I, and I've read those. Um, but beyond that, I loved like the DC and uh, Marvel animated shows and movies of Max of the Phantasm we did on the show. Oh, yeah last year <laughs> seeing that in the theater I really <laughs> I really loved that as a kid um, and I remember I watched the X-Men show one of the Spider-Man ones yeah. the Batman um, animated uh, what was it the animated series Batman the animated series I watched some of Batman Beyond when I was a kid um, so like I've enjoyed the material even if I didn't read all the stuff sure yeah. Uh, going even a step further, just talking about Alan Moore before, have any of you guys read the Walking Dead comics? Yeah. Because you know, he has the Walking Dead mug yeah, there. But I, I haven't. The show, this season was very good compared to the past few, but oh my god, if you go back and read the comics, one of my favorite comics of all time, Robert Kirkman, uh, Charlie Adderd, and uh, Alan Moore... And oh my god, the the comics are, are so much. I didn't realize Alan Moore was so. Yes, he's involved in everything. A, a lot of people yeah. are very uh, say that, and yeah. I, and, and that's fine if you feel yeah. that way. That's fine. I am from a different mind where I think that I I, I personally do like I like the story of the comic more. Mm. Uh, I'm not. I don't say that it's. I never like say like, oh, it's better than the show. This because the show goes in so many different directions. Yeah. Which I think is okay. Yeah. The, my problem with the show is not necessarily the, the direction of the story that they take, it's but the, the, it's the writing. It's it's the writing it's and, and AMC's involvement with it. But I believe this past season. It's not on AMC. AMC has a lot of other good shows. I've been catching up on the ones that I missed in the in recent years. Hold and Catch Fire was a, a very good show. Madman is an excellent show. AMC's involvement though is the is the the count of episodes that are required for the season. Fine. That's a problem. But the point is, 
if you the, the count of episodes is the same as it was on Mad Men. That that that's fine, and maybe they had stronger writing, but the the comic story, like yeah. each, they are all trying to stretch. Breaking Bad and, and Better Call Saul, episodes two. make it eight episodes. Right, exactly. Don't make it fifteen. This final season of Game of Thrones, six episodes. You guys are doing it right. I'm sorry, you're doing it right. <laughs> but you have to do that. They could do twelve, and that's, and that's yeah. yeah that's, that's what I've been could, saying but. about the Netflix shows, the the Marvel shows before they canceled them. They should have been doing is. Hey, we only have 10 episodes worth of story this season. We're going to do 10 episodes. We're not going to stretch it across 13 and find filler because that's when it drags. Iron Fist was like 8 episodes too long each season. Yeah, yeah. that was like 13 episodes too long. It was super rough. <laughs> it was rough. But um, the, the, I, I don't view it as an AMC specific issue because they have had a bunch of other shows that are actually good that maximize their time on the screen. Yeah, uh, that, that's that's fair. But oh my god, that kid is back on the escalator again. <laughs> so, I was gonna say we should get back. Back. Yeah. Uh, the, the again, we, we brought this up earlier. That is that's my favorite callback joke in the in the movie. Yes, uh, it's it's brought back. They don't bring it back too fast. Nope, it's just always in the background. Then finally, you bring it right back. Not a year, not one year goes by, right? So he bring, first off, we we find out that he he has this like this comp, this thing, he and it's this. it's a complex joke too because of the way it's delivered <laughs> yep. with that inciting incident of you saying where he gives the backstory to it. With yep. not one year goes by, and then ten minutes later when they're talking to Trish, he's saying it in the background, and he does it a couple of times, and then they leave it alone yep. for like half an hour. And then it's just in the background. Ah, oh, there's a kid standing yep. in the Amazing. <laughs> it's so... And they don't flinch. No. When it happens. So good. And all of it happens off screen. Oh, my God. It's amazing. It was like his way of saying, oh, I made a point of it. And they didn't listen. <laughs> so you I... You put yourself. Yeah. To, uh... After, so we got that. We're moving through. We got a. Uh, we got a few clips of. We got Willem. Honestly, they could have done without. If you want to, if you want to find out where you could clip the runtime a bit, they could have done without the whole flea market thing. The other mall? Yeah. See, that never felt, because if you watch it without that really it long did. beginning, the movie just flows. Yeah. Right. But with but, that I, long yeah, beginning, I'm with I you. agree with you. Well, yeah. I guess I, guess <laughs> I would have just cut the preamble to meeting with the woman. There's a hole. We're leaving the mall. We're driving to the other mall. We're yeah. getting backstory on this other mall. We're walking through the mall, and now we're going to go and see yeah, the... And I kind of like the being at the one mall, but... Yeah. But yeah, that, that we, the beginning, if you watch that... It drags by the time. Well, you know, the I started watching it at eleven forty-five last night, so I'm just gonna say, guys, I dozed off for about ten minutes. I missed the Stan Lee thing. I rewatched it this morning. I've seen it before, so I like I know the thing. I rewatched it this morning just to refresh it for the conversation. Sure. But I realized I like woke up and I was like, "Fuck, I've been asleep for eight ten minutes. I'm not rewinding." <laughs> you can't cut out of that flea market scene. Another great writing line is when she says, "Fuck us," yeah. and he says. What is yes, it? please. You read my mind. Yeah. Oh, you read my mind. Exactly what I was thinking. Like, yeah. Whatever. But it's just no. Like, I'm good with having that because funny. it's what gets spurs them to finally try and be better. It was the preamble leading up to it. Like, just get me in the room with her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you you have a third you have a third nipple. What do you mean? So good. And uh, we we. So how does it work? Does the prophecy not work unless you're topless? Or <laughs> <laughs> so we get we get back to the mall. Uh, we do get we get the the beat up sequence, which is the is the is the sequence where Shannon um, gut punches Birdie the first time we hear in the back of the Volkswagen. Another reoccurring joke. That's the first one. Yeah, I think it's the first time, and then. Uh, not Dante Gilhead. No, no, sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, like the back of the oh, so that because because the 
because Trisha, they do it in the conversation with that as well. Was that not before, or was that after? I don't know. You're, I think you might be. You might be right. Yeah, they're talking the first time. Trish fairly early. Just yeah. to she says, he says like the back of a Volkswagen, and she says, "I wish." Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that is great. Uh, and we get the we get the game show, and the uh, oh no no, no it, it is after. You know what? It is? It's the second time I talked to her because he says something. Because Brody says some. Oh no no, sorry, wrong. It was Gwen. Gwen who does it. She says, "Yeah, that sounds like his mo." You know what? Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. I, I was confusing the two. Well, yeah, Trisha was earlier. Then they do it with the time when Brody talks to him when he's beating the shit out of them. Then it's when they talk to Gwen, and then they hold off until the quiz show finally. After the beatdown, though, when he's in the his bloody nose and he's sitting in the candy shop, and the, the, an uh, completely unnecessary sequence, but absolutely shouldn't be cut. They beat up the Easter Bunny. Yes. yes. Form, which I think is great. All I told him was that the Easter Bunny at the Menlo Park Mall was more convincing. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fantastic. It's so... It's, it's so... Oh, we're going to beat the... Cr- no, 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 guys. He's, he's under a lot of pressure right now. <laughs> and then, you know, one of them holds him and the other one starts to wail on Yes. Him. And, and then the kids stop beating, beating him up. Oh, my God. It's so... It's so ridiculous. But, uh... So, we get the, uh... The, and this is where I say that Jay's a little over the top. But like you said... Or, I think it was you that said that he's, like, playing the character. Yeah, he's a bit more character. It's the, uh... The, he says Snoochie Beach is a little too much yes. in this one, and that's how you can tell that like, yeah. he's pu- he is playing himself. But the, when he pulls the weed out from behind his oh hair, I think that's awesome. hysterical. Awesome. And if you rewatch the movie multiple times, you realize that you can see it, which is kind of funny. But now well, that you they, know they kind of do that sort of joke a couple times because LaForce does that when he's framing um, mm. uh, Brody and TS, where Oops. he takes no, he doesn't say anything. He takes the head off. And the, the weed comes out, and he just drops it. <laughs> and, and he goes, oh, I see. <laughs> what about, what about we, did, we, we skipped over Silent Bob's uh, uh, bat grappling hook with the scene from the 89 Batman. Well, we, yeah. just, <laughs> mentioned, we, we just mentioned <laughs> that the scene was too long or too <laughs> I feel like he said in one of his podcasts where that was him at his heaviest. Oh, really? And how it's that tough to tell a, because he wears such that baggy like yeah, yeah. jacket. He, he said that. He but, says, I wore the big baggy jacket. That's funny. I think of him being bigger and chasing Amy for some reason. Maybe it's because it's a less but he's physical almost, role. He's almost seated behind a... a it's true, he's only uh, in the one in booth, sequence in the yeah. booth. Chasing yeah. Amy. Both of them are used so well in that movie because that's their only scene. Also, yeah. his his greatest, yeah. his greatest it's line. It's his best line. Yeah. Even though you'll laugh more in Dogma with his line, or you'll laugh when with no ticket from Indiana Jones, <laughs> his whole chasing Amy story is it's still... Good. You could tell this was a personal movie. Oh, sure. And that was his way of somehow, in two minutes, summing up, yeah, I live this. Well, I yeah, forgot yeah. that he finally said something in Mallrats, too. He says one or two words. <laughs> the I adventure, was... excitement, and Jedi... Yeah, 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 that's, that's what it was. Each movie he has so one or line. two lines. Uh, speaking of that, though, when he's hanging upside down and he... Focuses his yes. mind and then he reaches out for the tape Dots. and it, it pops up in his hand and then he just blank stares directly at the camera. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> so good. So, also, how he's wiring up the VCR, he just has a button and he's just like tapping. Completely gratuitous. <laughs> and I remember that from the first time I watched it, and, but I'd forgotten and then reminded of me when I was watching it last night. Yeah, he's just tweaking things. Like, he doesn't even do anything. Yeah. He's, so, he's, he's hanging upside down. He's reaching out the VCR. He's touching tape. He's touching the tape and the wires. Just Tapping them with the, and then he just looks up, and he just does something else. Up you could argue you'd never use that tool ever in no. that situation. No, he's it's it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, oh my god, it's amazing. It's perfect. Uh, then they they knock out the guys with the weed. Fantastic. Yeah. And then they and then they go on the and now the fact that they go on the game show. At, oh, after the sink bomb. Oh, by the way, that was the part that, that was the part that I woke up on was what, right when they knock out the two guys and they're going to replace them. 
The stink pump scene is phenomenal. Uh, isn't that great? When he's when he's that is the most disgusted I have been watching something. Yes. When he's licking his. Oh my oh, god. Oh, it's. Yeah. I still every time I see him up like a Oh no. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you licked your shit. Oh, oh that's, no. that's horrible. Oh. And uh, it, well, he says. When Brady, uh, Brody's explaining it to him, it's like you really you stick your hand down yeah. your pants, and he's got his hand, and it's in there. And he goes, "Well, what do you?" But, but then you have to go around walking with a stinky palm. Worth the price. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And uh, one good turn to the other as he's eating the. Oh and he's God. he he does he, this. That he's like a thespian. I feel like yes. the way that he like he's interacts. He's rubbing the pretzel, <laughs> melting off. Well, the best part is how it starts too, because. Brody forces the pretzel into his hand and then like smears it as oh, he's yeah. like coming oh, in. Yeah. When he grabs, he grabs his ring and he goes, oh. Come loud 69. He goes, oh. I like to come loud preferably to 69. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best duty oh, joke in the whole movie. And it's, it's just snatching. I too would like to come loud yeah. preferably to 69. <laughs> but, uh,. Uh, so we got to into, into the game show. Uh, speaking of ridiculous, great jokes. Also, take your socks off while you're making a whoopee or whatever it is. Yeah. He doesn't like that. <laughs> he doesn't like that. What? Uh, uh, nothing. <laughs> that's a great scene. Uh, the Bro- uh, the Brody character is more realistic that she she would have the hint of, but not necessarily know that it's him. TS is too straightforward with it. Yeah. I think. Uh, which well, is fine. Well, the other thing though is. In what world do you not recognize Jason Lee's voice? It's such a really, like, yeah. unique voice. Like the second he opens his mouth, I understand that it's not her boyfriend, but it's her boyfriend's best friend. And she eventually figures out, "Hi, Brody." Like, and she asks him the question about the comics. You know, if you were a superhero, who would you be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, that's a great question. Do you pick flight or do you pick invisibility? <laughs> Hi, Brody. <laughs> so they haven't taken that long to recognize his voice. Yeah. Your uh, your friend's obsessed with superhero dongs. <laughs> superhero, was it superhero, superhero. Genitalia. Genitalia. Oh my god, that. Oh, it would have been better if Stan Lee said superhero. Oh my dongs. god, that would have been amazing. <laughs> but uh, the so yeah, what, what I love is immediately when we first introduce uh, Brody on stage, he's frozen, and, if, and then starts to, he um, very quickly warms up, and then when. Gil's frozen. He's like, "Come on, asshole!" The interplay between him and Gil is great. Even though, first of all, Brian O'Halloran in that fucking wig is ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what kind of noises would you make if we, when we were making? Like, <laughs> I don't want to answer that. It's kind of personal. I look at the face and doing the thing, and the whole audience can see him. But as someone who saw Clerks first, like, we were excited. Like, all right, they got one of them. Well, I, watched yeah, yeah, them yeah. I watched them in order, no. but I didn't recognize him at first the first time I saw it. And then I was just like, and oh, my God, was... that's Dante. And he, so he's Dante Hicks. He's Gil Hicks. I forget his name. Oh, was it his last name Hicks? I didn't even realize. But that was the yeah. recurring. Was he in Jason Hicks? He's also in Dogma. He's uh... he, Yes, he's one of the MTV executives where Matt Damon is right behind them. When Affleck yes. and uh, the one, the one <laughs> team the two of them are in. they're going to sell Bluntman and Chronic yeah. as a TV show. Yep. I forgot that he I was think, in the team. I think maybe Matt Damon's only line is Snoochie Boochies. Like, he barely Was speaks. that his only line? I know Ben Affleck spoke more, but it's mostly. literally right behind, behind them as the. And in, uh, in um, Dogma, he's a newscaster. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that, that is Might funny. Might be Grant Hicks or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Every yeah, movie yeah. Is a little different. That's really funny. I love that. And, so we get we get that ridiculousness and um yeah would you ever make love in public already did once a day great super passionate yeah first I would take you to dinner at the mo- the restaurant that you choose and this and that then we would drive to the beach we'll, fl- we'll, 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 we'll take a later mouse yes 
we, we would uh, we, we would drive out to the beach and I would play uh, beautiful music while we dance, slow dance on the beach. Where do you come yeah. up with this shit? You, uh, I saw him making out with two guys backstage. Hey man, I'm not gonna. You hear that? You hear me? Homophobe as a homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> No, Silent Bob. <laughs> oh my God, he's I, he's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Also, great cameo in Clerks too. Yes. But yeah, Affleck and Lee had the tiny cameos yeah, in Clerks yeah. too. I oh, forgot Affleck was in 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 uh, Clerks too. But yeah, Jason Lee when he comes in, he's what's his name's um, Randall's uh, friend from high school or something. Well, he went to, they were not friends. Well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, but he, he was, was like a Google-ish yes. kind of search engine. Mandukitsaka. Yeah, that whole scene. insult the guy. <laughs> that whole scene. I have to rewatch Clerks too. I, I saw a bit of it, it a while back. I, I really like that movie. Elias. It's and yeah. that's where I argue with Kevin Smith. His his first five movies are so different from his next five, or really the the most recent ones with Tusk, Yoga Hosers. Mm-hmm. Red State. The Great North trilogy. Yeah, they're, they're not him. There's everything after Clerks 2. But his argument is that he... Well, actually, the early movies were before he was famous, before he was rich, before he lived in Hollywood. He made Clerks 2 and uh, Zack and Miri in his much later years. But the thing is, those two movies are still fine. They're phenomenally funny. So that's why I don't I don't agree with him. Yeah. You he, know, because he can still rate that the way. Issue, yeah, yeah. The issue is when he tries to do other things. And yeah, so it's like, is, I can understand and appreciate why he would creatively want to do it. He's just, he's just not... It? Sell me on that. I, I yeah. can get that. What? That's, I'm, I'm, sure do what he, I'm sure that's what it is. Zach and Miri, you will die laughing at certain points. And yeah. Clerks too. Oh my God. Oh my God. Zach, uh, quick thing on Zach and Miri. Can I get a, a coffee? Black. Can't you see we talking? White. White. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazing. I forgot so Doug Judy on Brooklyn on Nine. He's fantastic. I'm uh, finally for the first time watching The Office, and he's oh like Daryl, and oh my god, is yeah. he great? Uh, he's so yeah, he's, funny. He's great. I forgot about the lines. <laughs> he's great. But <laughs> well, yeah, I, but like it's it's whenever he tries to do something else. Like I understand why creatively he would say, oh maybe I want to try something different, challenge myself. Totally respect that. But realize when it flops and it flames out completely it's just not for you man because sure Jersey Girl is from what I understand very much not up to, to par with everything it's, else it's better than I and everything after I'm, I'm, I'm in the minority of Kevin Smith people that isn't a huge fan but that's him and his life being a dad but that's fine what I'm dad. saying is you took your swing and you yeah. missed Yeah. but then just leave it at that you know what right. I mean he keeps going like like all the things after Clerks 2 or I guess after Zack and Mary because that was 2008 I think everything after Zack and Mary yeah, I don't, but he didn't direct it. Though. He, just he directed it. it. He didn't write. Oh, it. first, and that's right, why you watch it. You like this is yeah, like, like a him. studio. Movie. And everything else, Red State. Old, I mean, I know you like. I the like art. Red State. I know you like the yeah. other two too. Well, no, Huskin. hang on. Well, I like. You, I know you like Yoga Hoser. Yoga. I thought it was. I think it's fun. I don't think it's very Kevin Smith. I, I I enjoy it. I see what it is. I also love Ralph Garman, so I like seeing him in it. I think that was fun. Uh, and I I thought I actually think Tusk is a is a great scary movie. I think it's very it's silly. It's a it's a good B horror a B horror movie. Wasn't he originally involved? I remember when I finally saw part of it and looking at it, I didn't see his name in there. But wasn't he originally attached to Krampus? 
Well, he had a Krampus idea. He had a Krampus idea. I remember, because when the movie came out, I thought it was his movie. Yeah. You know, him and Buzzer would talk about that on Smodcast a lot. Which is where Tusk came from. Which is yeah, I think something we talked about on a podcast, and it became a movie. And if you, it was hashtag, was it? Yeah, I remember there was a whole Walrus, yes. I remember, yes. I remember Walrus, there was yes, a whole thing well, where it was yeah. kind of like the the Joaquin Phoenix. You were never really there, like performance art, like meta performance art. I know that that's kind of what it, Tusk was born. As of, far as he has the great the, this concept of the Great North trilogy, which is Tusk, Yoga Hosers, and Moose Jaws. And I honestly, I really do want to see Moose Jaws. That's because, what I want to see because Jay and Silent Bob play Quinn. They together, do. together. I got to see him in uh, Caroline's down in Manhattan, and he read <laughs> right from his phone. Where, that's where he types his scripts. Is on his damn phone. Sounds incredible. He's reading a passage, and you're dying laughing. He read a scene from the movie of of Jay and Silent Bob, or whatever. News uh, and him. When you forth. saw him at Caroline, did the O fall off the wall? While he was performing? Not that I remember. Oh, okay, because I saw him there, too. <laughs> and he did the same thing. He, he, he did that, and, you know, you get your Q&A, which, God bless these people, they'll wait online for two oh, hours God, yeah. it to get their right. question out there, you know. But it's... Uh, but that's the one I want to see. Yeah. Tusk disappointed me. Red State disappointed me. Yoga Hosers. Okay. I got a lot of phone work done during that movie. I'm yeah. not going to lie. And honestly, that's fine. And I, actually, I watch those movies, and I go... People aren't gonna like this, and but at the same time, I'm like, I I love it. I'm okay. I'm okay with the fact that I could probably, if I want to rewatch this, I probably have to do it on my own. Yeah. Because nobody's gonna really want to watch it with me. Uh, actually, uh, Kim Kim was into yoga hoses. We saw that one. We saw that. It, uh, well, I remember the whole Basie big thing. Red Bank. You, he was there. He opened the show. We watched the movie. He did a Q and A after. It was it was pretty sweet. Awesome. It was a, it was a great night. Have you ever done the uh, secret stash? I, I just I went in quick. I haven't like we did it back in like oh five. Yeah, like four of us dudes on like a Tuesday morning nice. at like ten a.m. Like, why aren't you at work? You know. Yeah. Now I'm a teacher, so I was off. I nice. can't justify the other three. <laughs> <laughs> but we there was a big you know, and Walt was there. Okay. But not not Kevin. Kevin's probably in California, and we didn't even really try to engage in conversation. Sure. But we walked around the store, you know, which is also a set piece in uh, Jane Silent Bob. Yeah. I think it was Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash as yep, opposed yep. to the uh, when I went they actually had the uh, they had the whole Tusk Walrus okay. on display in the like on like a rafter type thing. It's if you look up, it's there. And Kim went, "Oh god," because <laughs> <laughs> she, she finds that terrifying. It's pretty creepy. And I every once in a while I do the I I don't know why it just like pops into my head, but uh, Ralph Garman's "Ooh ooh more margaritas." <laughs> I do that, and she goes, "No." It's <laughs> the ringtone in that movie. It's good. But, uh, so, uh, all right. What I'm going to do here is closing thoughts on Mole Rats because let's wrap this up and get back to the family. Go around the table. I feel like you're ready to say something. Oh, I was going to do a quick circle back to something he just said. Yeah, go ago. for it. Getting some phone work in while watching Yoga Hosers reminded me of him texting me while watching Phantom Thread after hearing that we were going to finally God. do it for the show. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, I never do things while I'm watching a movie. If I have to do something, I pause it. He goes, I did laundry. I did my dishes. I went to the bathroom a couple of times. I did something else. Like A phrase that I'm never gonna, paused I'm, it. I'm like, going to bring back right now. Bless your heart. <laughs> for watching that movie. Like, just, just, I, just so you know, you're the only reason I watched that I, I movie. appreciate that. As <laughs> I said, I, you and I see eye to eye in a lot of movies. And I was like, I know this is going to be terrible because I agree with Anthony. <laughs> But I have to see it. You gotta know. You gotta know what it's about. And then, so when Al finally watched it, 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 it 
And I, that's why I almost drove off the road when you described it as a delight. <laughs> well, because he, he I was on thing. the road. I worked up <laughs> the, the idea. Me and him discussed it before I tried to ambush oh you with the mindfuck. So we bad. discussed me doing that, and you were just so put off by hearing it. Like, I pictured you walking around your room yeah. when he said delight, the light, like throwing yeah. stuff. He means, I will recreate for you. I'll recreate for you exactly what happened. I said, it was a delight. There was silence for two seconds, and then he just did this. I turned around and poured himself some whiskey. And in the car, yeah. in the car it felt like eight minutes. <laughs> and I'm just like, I was, I was, I was convulsing. I'm like, he's, good. I, I, I'm not gonna be able to keep this car in the road. I was like, because yeah. I had a whole thing planned out where you were gonna be like mad about it and like interrogate me, and I was just gonna sell it. And instead, you were just so disbelieving that you just were like. Hard pause, get the whiskey and get back and like, no, you're not being serious. I know you're joking with me. <laughs> I'm generally a quiet person, which is part of the reason why I do this, is I try I'm trying to speak more. And that's why I do the show. And one of the things even though I'm quiet, I I can get more quiet if I'm mad. Or well, I don't really understand, I will recede. Yeah. And that's what happened. I didn't mean that, <laughs> I didn't mean that you were gonna start shouting at me, but yeah, I yeah. just figured it was gonna turn into a full on inquisition. Sure. Not a silence. Like justify yourself. Like it was just the. Was, I was just watching the Matrix. It's cipher. I don't believe it. <laughs> well, the idea when Al first told me that the last movie that Daniel Day Lewis we got Lincoln and we have Bloody Bill Butcher and the last movie he was gonna fucking make was Phantom Thread. And I'm like I'm just automatically not going to see. I, it. I will. I will no longer give that movie any time. Any no. other closing <laughs> thoughts on Mulder? Okay. I. I. Yeah. Getting back to that. Um. I think that this is probably my favorite one. I would have to rewatch Dogma to see if that's in there because there's a lot that I liked in it. I don't think it... They pace out the comedy a little bit more throughout the course of it, mm -hmm. um, and it's a more quote-unquote dramatic movie, or an action movie, I guess, technically. Um, and it's very philosophical, although all of his movies, to some degree, are philosophical, mm -hmm. right? But... Jay and Silent Bob was philosophical. Maybe not that one. But <laughs> all the other ones. Um... But more specifically, dogmatically philosophical, right? It's uh, in the title. Um, I didn't do that as a, a joke like that. I did it intentionally because that was the whole point. Um, but it's a, more, a better blend of all these different things. Yeah. It's comedy, it's philosophy, it's action, adventure, it's all this stuff. But there were so many things. It, a lot of it is very well written. Um, and it probably has my favorite cast as well mm -hmm. um, even though I, I think Mallrats gets me the best it's the easiest watch where you just sit down and laugh at it um, even though there are some serious times with it but I love the cast in that Alan Rickman as oh, Metatron God. is incredible um, especially the whole first sequence where they're sitting at the Mexican yeah. oh, he's two tequilas and he's yeah, spitting yeah, the oh tequila out incredible it's so good um, and you get James Silent Bob they get a lot more screen time than any other movie you get um, Chris Rock as the 13th Apostle um huh. Affleck, that might be my favorite Affleck role. Very subdued. Because it's more subdued. Really subdued. But again, he's playing an asshole. Yeah. To villain effect, which I think is... To, yeah. When they use him as a villain, that's why Chasing Amy is such a hard sell for me. Is They're trying to push you that he's the good guy, and I just can't. But I'm going to agree. Uh, for me, and I, I think we align very well on this, I, uh, me and Mike, it's the... it's He's... I don't know. He's just... He's kind of just kind of broken. Like he doesn't. He doesn't. He's he plays not there devastation yet. Yeah. to perfection. Yeah, but the, those parts of the movie, I'm fine with. He does do, perform that better than he does other things in general. But my issue is a central issue to the movie. Yeah, I cannot 
embrace it for what it is with him as the cornerstone of the movie. I yeah, just can't do it. That's I just can't get there. That's right. And I I, pre- I like that we have these different points of view. But they 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 play him as a villain and it's a little bit more subdued. It's a less loud, showy performance and him and Damon together, no matter how much I dislike him, the two of them are good together. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that movie has maybe the best blend of so many different elements in it. That's the one that I would be the only one I would think would challenge Mallrats in my own personal hierarchy. Okay. Cool. Dom? I gotta say that I really wish I had time to watch more rats before we yeah, do this. That's fine. But, um, Which is why I said you would be peanut gallery. Honestly, I think it's a little bit better this way because if you want to keep this persona going throughout the history of Flicks and the Six, you do need to be like a like kind of offset peanut gallery, and I think that's fine. And you, I, I, if you want to derail it, I'm I hope I'm open to well, it. I just, I just think he has alternating roles. There, when there's the ones where he's going to be the guest host, yeah. he can be guest host. Sure. But when he is the well, if you all right, so like this, if you're, you're in peanut, peanut gallery, you can interject. Or you can do well as much as you want. Ooh, I think that's. I think we'll we'll make it work. Well, we'll have to fill it with more awkward high fives that we okay. get. Yeah, that's that sucked. I'm sorry. That was that was weak. I'm gonna have five other people. Mike, how do you feel? <laughs> Any I just say have two thoughts. First, when I listened to your show, I thought you had like a piece of paper or. A, a list of stuff on a keyboard. We, we usually do. Yeah. This is not how we normally do it. You just ran through the movie in pretty much sequential order yeah. without anything in front of you. It's a, it's and that was impressive. It's, it's an, like, I'm going to did that happen first? <laughs> you had it in order. And that... Most most of the time we have bullet points in front of us, but this was meant I, to be a little quick say, and dirty gorilla style. No, it was the four of us instead of two of us. I was impressed. I like, it was, you seriously, like, I was like, yeah, you have like a piece of paper at least having it in order. Nope. You had it in order. My, my notes are generally out of order. Well, yeah, <laughs> from a chronology standpoint, we don't usually have it in order, but we usually do have bullet points. I don't know if he's had them over there. I, didn't, yeah. I went in this cold. I just watched it last night, but it's movie. I was just a refresh watch. I've seen it a few times. So. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a good, like, 30 runs for me. I've seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it that many. I've seen it probably 30 times. The problem is it was between, like, 95 and 05. <laughs> and so I love the movie. It's probably four out of five out of his first five. Yeah. And it's not a knock on this movie. I'm a Kevin Smith fanatic. Yeah. Dogma to me is a good movie, but it's the least rewatchable. Oh, okay, cool. Where Jay and Silent Bob might be quote unquote the worst of them. It there's no part of that movie that isn't un, un just ridiculously funny. So awesome. I, I love Ball Rats. I really do. Yeah, it's just it's it's, it's it's a great it's a great flick. Yeah, I, yeah. So I'm, I'm with you. On, so uh, similar to Mike, Clerk's my favorite. I think Ball Rats probably a close second. The, the microphone's too good. You're you're still going to be on there. <laughs> What's that? Is this one of your guys? No, it's not mine. All right, I'll bring it up there. Thanks. All right, so similar to my... I, I, well, I'm, Clark's is my number one. Uh, Mole Arts is probably my number... Actually, I think Chasing Amy might be mine. I'm, I'm, I'm tossed up. I'll have to... What I'm going to do is I'm going to do... Uh, right, similar to what I'm doing now is I'm rewatching all of the MCU... I'm ranking them currently, and I'm going to write up. I'll do a Spintune article on them. I encourage you all to send your lists to flicksandasix at spintune.com. Uh, do it also for the Kevin Smith anthology. Mike, I want to hear yours. I want to hear your list in order from of your favorites. Uh, we'll, we'll do that. I'll do that for this. Maybe we'll do another uh, another group episode about the rest of his movies. So, <laughs> I think it'll be a good one. It'll be, okay, it'll be a fun episode. Yeah, we already know Dominic's number, <laughs> number one. Uh, but, yeah, this is... Uh, it's just it's just such a great movie because it, it touches all of the things that I love. It's it's 
the uh, thematically, there's, there's so much fun stuff. It's I remember going to the ball, like hanging out there, right? I I am geeky and nerdy and into comics and things like that. Like that's that's fine, and I'm open to it. That's fine. And I think this this like plays into that really well, and it's just it's just such a blast to watch. Uh, that being said, it is Easter. We need to get back to our families. So thank you for tuning in. We will be back uh, later this week, most likely, because I'm probably going to uh, put this out there as a bonus episode along with other ones for more movie and beer goodness. Until then, I'm Anthony Costanzo. I'm Al Bielsi. Mike. <laughs> Peanut Gallery. Peanut Gallery. Thanks for coming out.